What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 79 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. So today, I'm going to be going over some WNBA stuff since we're in the middle of preseason right now. I'm super excited for this season to come because I feel like there's some like really strong teams. And then uh, I just think that it'll be like a really competitive year. And I also know that there's going to be, I think I saw like eight at least, at least eight games streaming on ESPN or national TV. So that is super exciting for the WNBA because they've never really had that many games streaming on TV before. So I'm super excited for them in general because women do deserve this. Um, And then for those of you that have been listening for a while now, uh, you know that myself and my family, my family and myself uh, are all, we're really big about like women empowerment. And so I'm just really excited for the WNBA to be getting all this, all all these different things, and then all this recognition as well. So, with all of that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and begin with today's podcast. Um, I apologize for not getting one out on Wednesday. I was actually traveling again, and excuse me, in which uh, I was traveling, and that was a super fun trip. And then I also know I'm gonna be traveling all week next week, so. I will still be producing podcasts. It might only be two days a week next week. It might just be Monday, Wednesday. It might just be Monday, Friday, one of the two. And so if you guys see me only producing two podcasts, that is why I will be traveling. But I'm going to keep giving you guys podcasts because I love doing this with you guys. All right, going on to the WNBA. Sorry about that, guys. My phone glitched a little bit. Let's hope it works this time. Let me just go. Okay, perfect. Got it to work. Okay, so I'm going to go through each team. So I'll start, I'll go in alphabetical order if I can get there. Um, I also know that they just released that the All-Star game will be in Chicago. So I know there's going to be many, many, many players there. So that'll be exciting. All right, so I'm going to start off with the Atlanta Dream. I feel like this team, they are super young this year. Um, And so uh, key players, I think, for them... I'm going to go with Erica Wheeler. I know uh, she is technically like a veteran on this team, even though she's only been in the year for six years. But I think that she is like a veteran on this team because uh, she she's a point guard, obviously, and she's a leader. And so I think that her leadership is going to be a big key for this team. And then Ryan Howard, obviously the number one pick. Uh, I do think that she's going to have to go off a little bit, so we'll see if she does that. I really hope she does because she's a really tough player. I know in her first preseason game, I believe she ended up with like 15 points, so she's had a good start so far to this season. Another player for the Atlanta Dream is Monique Billings. I know she's a pretty tough big. Um, I know that they their other bigs, let me just see, other bigs. Um, usually some of their other bigs are like unex- unexperienced in the league, I should say. So Monique Billings, I'm sure, is going to get a lot of playing time. Um, so, and then Cheyenne Parker as well. I feel like she'll be a key piece to this team, whether she starts or comes off the bench. She always brings a ton of energy, and so I would think that she's going to be a key player for this team. I could see the Atlanta Dream finishing like more towards the bottom because they're so because they're younger, right? And I know I said that, uh, for those of you that, again, who have been listening for a while, I said that about the New York Liberty a while back, and that's exactly the case. And so 
Uh, I'll be touching on the New York Liberty soon, but I feel like the Atlanta Dream are in a similar position because of how young they are. All right, now we go on to the reigning champs, the Chicago Sky. Um, All right, so we are here. Yes, they are the reigning champs, but I don't think they're going to do as well this season. I'm just going to say it. I know they added some pieces, got some rookies, got some overseas players. Um, I know they added Emma Meesman, which is a huge, huge add for them. Uh, I could see them finishing, like, fourth. Um, I know they have Courtney Vandersloot, who's been incredible. And they also have Allie Quigley, who's been incredible. Obviously, those two are married and so they know each other pretty well on the court and then Emma Meesman is just such a strong player uh I've always liked watching her I feel they I don't know she's just a really exciting player to watch that's how I'm gonna say it then they obviously have the goat Candace Parker well not the goat but like the second goat I should say they have uh, Candace Parker and then they also have Julie Alleman, which they added, and it's only her second year, but she did a really good job playing last year for the Indiana Fever. So I'm really excited to see her growth this year. And then they, uh, they still have Kalia Copper, which was a huge piece for them in the playoffs last year. So with all that being said, they have a pretty, pretty strong team. I don't see them finishing at the top again this year, um, but I do still see them finishing high. So I'm going to say that they'll finish, like, fourth. Going back to the Atlanta Dream, I'm going to say they finish ninth overall. Or no, I'm going to say tenth, tenth. Okay, tenth. Okay, now we go on to the Connecticut Sun, who had MVP Jean-Quel Jones, I believe is how you say her name. I'm getting there right now. All right, so they have Dewana Bonner, who is an interesting player because she can go off sometimes, but it doesn't happen very often. And then she could also have a lot of turnovers at the same time. So uh, I think if she if she plays well for the Connecticut Sun and plays consistent, then I can see the Connecticut Sun finishing pretty high again this season. They also have Dijani Carrington, who has been, become pretty famous since this new league. I forget the name of the league. I I'm not going to say it because if I say it wrong, I don't want to get accused for that. But uh, I know she's been playing a lot overseas and then this new league also. And she's became kind of like a star um, overall. And so I can see her doing really good this season and uh, at the starting position. And like I said earlier, Jean-Claude Jones, reigning MVP, super, uh, super tough player. And then they also have Jasmine Thomas and Alyssa Thomas, who both are outstanding. Alyssa Thomas is pretty outstanding. And then Courtney Williams. So you basically have the same team as last year, uh, which is good for them because they did pretty well last year. I know they're trying to win a championship, which every team is. I could see them finishing, like, this is tough. I'm going to go fifth. Yeah, I'm going to say fifth. And guys, just just remember, there's 30 teams in the NBA, but there's only like 12 teams in the WNBA. So when I say all this, that's what I mean. There's only 12 teams, so it makes it a little tougher. <clears throat> all right, now we move on to the Dallas Wings. This team is also super young. They got some. They got some talent for sure. <clears throat> the heck! All right. 
So, we'll start from the bottom. I know they have Satu Sabali, who was the number one pick last year. I'm expecting some more from her this season. Wait, sorry, she wasn't the last first pick last year. It was the year before she was the first pick. Sorry about that, guys. Um, and so, I'm expecting some more from her this year. I believe she did get injured at one point, and so that could have played a role for her. But I do think that she should... Um, she should get some more minutes, and she'll be playing better. All right, now and then you have the star, Arike Agumbawale. Um, she is outstanding. She's an incredible player. I can see her winning MVP this year, see her going off again. And so she's super tough, and she's still at her beginning stage. She's going to carry this team pretty far. They also have Marina May- Mabry, who not many people talk about her, but she's like an out- outstanding shooter, which is – Big for the Dallas Wings because they need some knockdown shooters. And then you also have Isabel Harrison, who at times will go off for them, as well as Alicia Gray. And then you have Charlie Collier, who I'm expecting more from her as well. And then you have the newcomer, Veronica Burton. And I can see her getting a decent amount of playing time as well. I can see the Dallas Wings finishing... Dang, I should have said fifth instead of the Connecticut Sun. I'm going to change it up, guys. I'm going to say the Connecticut Sun are going to finish third, and then the Dallas Wings are going to finish fifth. Okay. I had to change it up a little bit because I changed my thoughts. Okie dokie. Now we go on to the Indiana Fever, the youngest team of all, who had basically every pick in the WNBA draft, it felt like. And so they have so many newcomers here. All right. We'll start from... The beginning, I guess? There's not really a beginning here. Um, they obviously got a ton of newcomers. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this, everybody. So, okay, so they drafted Emily Angsler, who I believe will get a decent amount of playing time. And then they also have Destiny Henderson, who I think is going to be outstanding in the league. And then Lexi Hole also an amazing shooter. That's perfect for them. Every team needs like one or two knockdown shooters, so perfect. And then you also have Jasmine Jones, who's a tough player. Uh, she's still pretty young, but she did a pretty good job. She did a great job last year in playing, and so I'm excited to watch her this year. You also have Bria Hartley, who uh, who is a I don't really know how to describe her game. She's like a good player, um, but she won't produce like a, a lot of points. But she'll get, she'll do like the assists, steals. She'll do like a little bit of everything, but more likely than not, she'll get more like rebounds and assists combined than points. So, if that makes sense for you guys, she's a great player in that sort of way. And then you also have Tiffany Mitchell and Kelsey Mitchell, who they are not related. Just to let you guys know, um, <laughs> and. Both of them are going to be good for this team. They both have experience, and so I see them leading this team, as well as Danielle Robinson. She's got a lot of experience, won some championships, so she'll be able to lead this young team. Then you also have Nalissa Smith, second pick. Excited to watch her play this year. And then Victoria Vivians. I've always been like a high high, uh, expectations for her because I feel like she's such a tough player. So I'm excited to watch her play this year. All right. Now, going to the 
Las Vegas Aces. Oh, for the Indiana Fever, I see them finishing like eighth this year. I know I, uh, just because they're so young again. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to say ninth because I said the Atlanta Dream was 10. So I'm going to go Indiana Fever ninth. Okay, that's what I'm doing. All right, the Las Vegas Aces. So this team could be a little interesting because they have some like really strong players. Like you still have Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, Dierica Hamby. And then you also have some rookies in Kirsten Bell, Maya, Hollings- Maya Hollingshed, uh, Kayla Pointer, who can score the ball extremely well. And... Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something after that, and I lost my train of thought. Um, but I see this team finishing. There's not much to really say about them. I also know they have Jackie Young, Raquana Williams, who both score the ball. So I see them putting up a lot of points. I'm going to say that they're going to finish. Oh, my God. This is really tough. This year's WNBA, like choosing certain players, is so hard. I'm going to say they finish, I was going to say fourth, but I already put a team there. Um, uh, you know what, I'm going to say fourth, and then I'm going to bump all the other teams down. Sorry, guys, I'm, super, I'm like changing my mind on the fly too much. Um, I'm going to say they finish fourth. There's not really much to speak about on them, because I don't really know how they're going to play this year. It's kind of tough. I know that they did a really good job last year, but they had like all that talent around them. So now I'm just going to move on to the Los Angeles Sparks. I see this team doing really good. I see them finishing second overall. I'm not really sure who I'm actually. They might be first. I could see them winning a championship, honestly. So this team has a ton of talent. We'll start from the bottom. They have Amanda Zowie B, who's a really tough center. They also have Christy Tolliver, who can go off at any time. You have Brittany Sykes, who is a tall guard that can score from anywhere. You have Kiana Smith, the rookie, who is just a straight scorer. And then you have Katie Lou Samuelson, who's a knockdown shooter. You have Chinea Gwumake, who can, is really tough in the post. Then you have Neka Gwumake, basic one of the stars of this team, who, I mean, could go down as one of the top ten players of all time, if, not, if she isn't already. And she could do extremely well. Then you have Olivia Nelson-Odota, who has already started off strong in her preseason. You have Tia Cooper, who, again, is another scorer. Kennedy Carter, who's outstanding on defense and can still score the ball. Jordan Canada, who's an amazing leader overall. Liz Cambage, who's like 20 feet tall. She's six foot eight, who can just, I don't know, block everybody's shot. Then you also have Ray Burrell, again, who's a rookie, who can do a little bit of everything, as well as Lexi Brown. So this team is stacked. And you know what? I'm just going to say it now. Um, I think they're going to win the championship this year. I have Los Angeles Sparks at finishing number one overall. They're going to win again this year. All right, moving on. Minnesota Lynx, if I could get to the roster. Jeez. All right, Minnesota Lynx. This should be interesting. So, I know they have Natalie Chanwa. I'm just going to list off some of their players. Nafisa Collier, Crystal Dangerfield, Damaris Dante, Sylvia Faust, Kayla McBride, 
Angel McCautry, Ariel Powers. I could see this team finishing pretty high as well. I see them finishing sixth because I know I already put a team at five. Um, and so, oh, wait, no, because I bumped everybody down. So the spots I need are two, seven, eight, 11, 12. Okay, so then they're going to – I see them finishing seventh. Um, I I don't really know. I feel like them adding Ariel Powers is a good add for them. Uh, but – I feel like the Minnesota Lynx always play throughout the big, and sometimes that's not the way that the game works today. And so I just don't really see that really, like, clicking for them, if that makes sense. Kind of, sort of. All right, now we go on to the New York Liberty. All right, so they have the all-time GOAT in Sabrina Ionescu on this team. Super excited to watch her play this year. Hopefully she does not get injured. I also know the ad is Stephanie Dolson. Um, she's going to be a great ad with her being a champion last year. And she's always like a communicator and an energy. Like she always hypes up the energy. So I'm excited for her to be added to this team. Um, and then you also have like Natasha Howard, who didn't play much, I feel like, last year. But she's a tough player. You also have Asia Durr, who I know was hurt for a little bit. Bentija Laney, who went off last year. I'm excited to watch her play this year. You also have Dee Dee Richards. Um, I know she's a really, she's uh, tough. And they also have the rookie, Nayara Sabaldi, who's, I mean, she could technically still be in college right now, but she decided to declare. And then you have Kylie Shook, Sammy Whitcomb, Jocelyn Willoughby. I'm going to surprise everybody, and I'm going to say that the New York Liberty are going to finish second. I see them doing really well this season. I know they also have Coach uh, Sandy Brondella, which is new for them, but uh, they basically have a whole new coaching staff. And so I'm excited to watch them this year. I see them finishing second. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's like I have a feeling that they're going to finish second. All right. Now we go on to the Phoenix Mercury. So I'm not sure. I know technically Brittany Griner is on their roster, but nobody really knows what's happening there when she's going to come back. Um, And so with that being said, I know Tina Charles is going to be playing a lot of minutes. And so I know she's she's a good one for them. That was a really good ad, especially with Brittany Griner not being there right now. And so... Moving on from her, I know they also added Diamond to Shields, who can go off sometimes, but then there's also times where she doesn't score at all, like the playoffs this last year. Um, and so with that being said, they have the GOAT, Diana Taurasi. They also have Kia Nurse. Um, they have Skylar Diggins-Smith, Sophie Cunningham. Um, they also have uh, Kiana Williams, who uh, is a tough player, and then they also have Liana Odom and Shea Petty. So I see them finishing eighth. Yeah, eighth. Uh, I know everybody was pretty high on them when they had, like, Brittany Griner, Tina Charles. And then they had, like, the big five, you know. But I don't see that this year. Just not really sure. With Brittany Griner being out, I could see them see that messing them up. All right, then we go on to Seattle Storm. This is so tough because they have a lot of talent on their team. Obviously, they have Sue Byrne, Jewel Lloyd, uh, Brianna Stewart. They have the big three. And then besides that, then they have a bunch of rookies and Gabby Williams. 
and that's about it. So I don't really see them doing well. Oh my gosh. I wanted to say they're going to finish eighth, but I already put a team there. I keep on wanting to put in that eight number. Uh, you know, I'm just going to say they're going to finish eight and then bump the Indiana Fever and the Atlanta Dream down again. Yeah. And so in that case, now I just need... Um, now... Oh my gosh, I'm struggling here, guys. Now it's going to be the 12th seed, the Washington Mystics. But the Seattle Storm, I just... I don't really see them getting... A lot of minutes. I feel like that team, they obviously have, like, Jewel Lloyd, Sue Bird, and Brianna Stewart. But then besides that, there's not many players besides all the rookies. Besides, but Outside of that, they just have the big three and then a bunch of rookies. So in that case, I don't see them doing that well. And then the Washington Mystics, I see them finishing 12th. The reason I say so is because this is Elena Deladon's technically first season back since the entire COVID thing. Um... And then I know they added Alicia Clark from the Seattle Storm, who's a tough player. I know they have Natasha Cloud, uh, Elizabeth Williams, Shatori Walker-Kimbrough, Maisha Hines-Allen, Tiana Hawkins, Ariel Atkins. So although they have a very talented team overall, I don't really see them clicking a ton, if that makes sense. Um, I also know they have Shakira Austin as a rookie who will be a good uh a good player for them. By the way, she also has the same birthday as me, guys. That's pretty cool, July 25th. So don't forget that. I have the same birthday as Shakira Austin. <laughs> um, so with all that being said, I'm going to go over, if I could remember, I probably won't, but the order I see teams finishing. So I had the Los Angeles Sparks first, New York Liberty second, and then Connecticut Sun three, who did I have at four? Oh my gosh. I'm going to mess this up, guys. Um, did I put the Dallas Wings at four? I'm going to say Dallas Wings at four. And then I know I put the Chicago S- S- Sky at five. The Aces at six. And then the Atlanta. No, no. And then the. No, I already said Aces. The Lynx at seven. Dream. No. Wait. <laughs> the Seattle Storm. Oh, wait. No. I put them Phoenix Mercury at seven. Dallas Wings at eight. Mercury. Wait, no. And then Storm at nine. Mercury 10. Atlanta Dream 11. Washington Mystics 12. Okay. I think that's how I did it. I would hope so. I, I'm not hoping because I'm told to never hope. But. I'm going to have to write it down, and then I'll double-check with you guys next time on my next podcast because I don't have my piece of paper in front of me. I went off my phone notes. And so, um, with all that being said, there's the WNBA uh, rundown for this year and how I think I have them finishing, if I will remember correctly. All I know is I have the Los Angeles Sparks finishing first and the New York Liberty finishing second. And that's all that really matters. That's the most important part. So... Thank you guys all for tuning in today. Um, ah. I had to yawn. It's early this morning. And so, again, I'm going to be traveling all week next week. But I will be for sure get out two podcasts for you guys, if not three. I appreciate everybody and everybody on all of you guys listening in. I know I've been posting a lot on social media. So make sure you guys go and check all that stuff out. Been taking some really cool pictures and stuff. So, 
Uh, I've had some pretty cool experiences, so I'm excited to keep sharing them with you guys. Um, some big opportunities happening. I know I'm playing not this weekend, but the next weekend in the Junior NBA, so I'm super excited for that. Um, so that is about it. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you all, na- I'll see you all next time. That wraps up episode 79 of the Daughter and Pops podcast.